everyone, Kevin again. Listen, it's 2020. Nothing on TV. Can't go out to the movies. And I mean, if you did, there's nothing new being released. Politics everywhere. Just COVID. You know, if you want a break from all that stuff, where do you go for some decent entertainment? That's right, Twitch. And I'm going to clue you in on a good one. Head on over to twitch.tv slash gabbingabout and check out, follow, and say hi to our buddy JP. He's a variety streamer covering a little bit of everything. You want to play some Jackbox? Got you covered. Dark Souls? Check. Halo? You know it. He's going to talk about four main things in his community. Games, tech, film, and other. That's right. GTFO. (laughs) It's like PSVG... It's a beacon of safe space for all comers. If you want to chill community and have some fun, this is a safe place to hang out. So head on over, check out twitch.tv slash gabbingabout, and follow him over on Twitter at protofo, that's P-R-O-T-O-F-O-E, and tell him Kevin and the rest of PSVG Prime sent you. market for yet another podcast well i strongly encourage you to check out cadillac on mars a podcast about really nothing at all because 2020 just sucks and we all need a break from our own minds jump into their world for just a little bit starring our personal favorite skating school administrator chalfie and delvin i'm not clearly on enough podcast cox team up once again and bring you a monthly check-in and talk about just whatever they feel like Oh yeah, Sean is supposed to be there too, but uh, let's be real, probably not. So, if you're looking for a really chill podcast to just hang out with your friends, or heck, perhaps meet some new ones, check out Cadillac on Mars, debuting the first week in November. It's like Flux Depose, or PSVG Prime, but you know, less white. What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? Welcome, one and all, to this week's episode of PSVG Prime. That's right, we are back after a week off, which we'll get to the reasoning behind that later on. But this is the flagship show of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network and the only gaming podcast to eat some McRibs in a minute or so. But before we do that, before we get to that, you heard my co-host, this with the most, this is here, Mr. Lucas Rose. Uh, Hello, governors. Hello. Top of the evening to you. Gonna try something until it sticks, you know, baby. Like these McRibs are gonna stick to our insides? Probably in not a way that we want to. Like we're gonna get an X-ray and they're gonna be like, "Well, you have scarring from some food." Do you remember what you last ate? It's like when you were a kid and they told you don't swallow the gum because it stays in your digest- digestive tract for like seven <laughs> yeah. years. It's gonna be that with the McRib. Yeah, um, exactly. 
Let's get crazy. Um, but before we dig in, which we do have to do before they get cold, of course, we do have to take a quick time out and thank all the amazing folks who do support this show and all the others on the network over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you. Thank you, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni. I don't know if we should thank Devin Tyus. I mean, he does support us, but he's also basically making us eat McRibs. Chris sure. Tracklefresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Mike Massick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber. Rob Emanuel, Rude Days 93, Grouchy Surge, and Ben Moxham. Thank you all for your support. And if you want to help support us and make us do more ridiculous stuff like this, patreon.com slash PSVG. So, Lucas, yeah, for, for people who don't know, I guess we should say this McRib thing's been kind of a running joke for, gosh, <laughs> since around Halloween, I think, at this point. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's been a little over a month and it's here now. So we did say we would we would eat it and we try it. It was supposed to be the first time we went live on Twitch, but it turns out it wasn't out then. So uh, we're just True. catching up to it now. Um, you you said you recall maybe having one in the past, like a long time yeah, ago? Yeah, I definitely had one in the past whenever probably the last time they were out or maybe two times ago. I don't know how often, if it's a once a year thing or every four years or, you know, Haley's Comet. Only comes around every hundred years. <laughs> um, and I've never had one because um, I actually don't like ribs. Now this is doesn't happen. I didn't used to either. I mean, these are obviously not traditional ribs. There's no bones in this because it's a sandwich. It's rib. It's rib esque. So I, I will say I, I, I opened mine up. Okay, I'm opening. It's it's a bit messy, mm. which makes me feel really good about not bringing down napkins. But we'll see. Yeah, I had. That's why I brought the bag because the napkins are. Because you're just gonna bag. use the bag. <laughs> I see. Yeah, exactly. Just gonna eat the whole thing. Um, it definitely has slid. Mine has undergone some slidage. Yeah, it doesn't smell bad. I'll it has a very. It has a very um specific odor because mm. I had gotten something from my wife and this just completely overpowered <laughs> anything else in the bag. I'm like, I smell barbecue. Why do my chicken nuggets taste like ribs? That's what she said. She was like, this better not have saturated these things. I don't know, babe. I don't know. You're I'm probably going to go to bed smelling like this. I was like, so. yeah, you're just going to smell like a McRib in bed tonight. Good. <laughs> Hello, ladies. What do you um, need to time? Well, now, I did take the onions off mine. Did you go for the, <gasps> the whole look? Like you kept I got the on? whole thing, dude. Okay. Look at I mean, you can't. What do you, I didn't what, know there were pickles on it either, but I don't have a problem with that. I, I like onions, but I have to cook them. Like If they're not cooked enough, I don't like them. And I finally, the like, burger place is just like raw, like just too crunchy. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to dig in, I guess. Now let's <laughs> get in. It's this. got a weird look to it. I always say that like the rib meat looks kind of weird. But. Here's what I'm going to do. It does. It looks like a pale pork burger. Here's, which is probably what it is. Um, That's true. I actually unfolded the, the carrying device at the edges Ooh. and it seems to make it easier to get my thumbs up and under and support said burger hmm. if I'm you just, want to call it that so i'm just I'm gonna, gonna go at it like an animal you're gonna go at it okay it. let's see just do it dude let's get it okay um it's chewy, chewy. it's oddly chewy um it doesn't taste bad, bad but it's but like quite salty oh that's I mean, true or, yeah you're right i'm getting that um, it has that um, it has that kind of flame broiled taste that Whoppers do, or like the sausage does, where it yeah. kind of has just that liquid smoke or something. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I mean, honestly, because they don't, especially <laughs> McDonald's, they don't they don't flame broil anything. At least Burger King <laughs> yeah. does, but yeah. Um, no, the sauce, the sauce isn't bad. I do like the sauce. I'll give it that. I need the sauce. 
definitely god if you had this so oh um so yeah i don't i don't uh, hate it but i don't know if i'd order the, like i'd deliberately be like let's go for a mcrib well here's the thing it's basically sausage like it has the same feeling of sausage and everything because it's oh cool god, yeah. but it just doesn't have the flavoring of sausage so it kind of reminds me of a um sausage mcmuffin yeah it's just different bread um, the sauce obviously is very different, but I like the not pickles. Pickles add a little tang to it, but not a lot. Look at this. Not a lot of barbecue sauce on mine, dude. Oh, I, really? I can't, can't really see it, but well, mine's like my my tray is covered. Yeah, that's what I need. Give it to me, baby. I yeah, see it's dripping off the sides of my sandwich and everything. So I need. To, in fact, mine seems to have some sort of white substance on it. <laughs> I ordered the McRib with mayonnaise. It looks like yeah. That's what it looks like. Maybe they run out of bar- There might not actually be any barbecue sauce on this. That's horrible if that's true. Okay, I'm pulling off everything. Okay. I'm pulling off everything. Look at this. Oh, as it said. <laughs> okay, seriously, though, look at that. That's, that's not barbecue sauce. That's just brown from... Yeah. Why? I'm pretty sure that's what happened last time. That's, that's weird. Why salty... No, Dev, Dev's in the chat. He says, this isn't Mario Golf. Apparently, Twitch says we're playing Mario. It's the Shaq episode. Even though you put the Oh, title. God. That's because you have to do it from uh, the Twitch. That's right, Dev. This, this, this is better than that. Um, if you just hopped in, Dev, uh, Lucas apparently didn't get barbecue sauce on his McRib. His McDonald's hates him. Um, yeah. 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 It looked warm and fresh, but literally the only barbecue sauce is slightly touching on the, the edge of the cardboard. Yeah, Not he doesn't, Dev. Mine does. Mine's dripping in sauce. It's all over the container uh, and everything it. to prove it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think in your case, Lucas, you're obviously a little biased with not having sauce, but it's not terrible. Um, I wouldn't rush out to say, oh, I got to get one of these. Right. Um, but it's certainly not bad. It just wouldn't be my favorite thing on the menu. The chewiness is a little off-putting. weird to me, I guess. And it's not even because it's chewier than what a typical rib would be. It's just that it's like when I go to McDonald's, it's something crispy with like a chicken nugget or I know what the hamburgers taste like. So eating something of a totally different texture after like 30 years of my life eating McDonald's, that feels weird to me. So I don't know. It's true. You're, you're not wrong there. Um, it's kind of like I, I just wish I was eating something else from there right now. <laughs> like, like something I'm more familiar with, I guess. Yeah. like it, Well, that's what that's what kind of screwed me over a little bit. So we had dinner earlier and you did too. We talked about that, how we were having dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple hours prior. But, you know, when I went out to get something, I was like, oh, I could go for some McDonald's fries. I was like, all right, I'll get you some fries. I kind of yeah. wish I bought some fries now. <laughs> I'm like, because now I, I know I'm like, McRib. I should have made it a meal. I was going to get real, real fat and get a um, shake as well instead of a drink. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be like maybe TMI. I don't want to be up all night farting. Cause I don't know what they put in their chocolate <laughs> shakes, but it does not agree with me. Well, you might be anyway, depending on how this rib takes to you, but we'll see. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll be lucky if all I'm doing is farting <laughs> after eating this thing. Um, all right. So let's, let's get a little on topic here. Um, and the reason, uh, for last week's, uh, missing a show, everybody, just so you know, I know some of you I've, I've talked to, or you might've seen on, on Twitter or discord. I had um, my CPU fan died last week, yeah. so I had to reorder a part, and because of Black Friday and everything like that, it actually took way longer for me to get the part in. Like, I ordered it before then, but it was delayed and whatnot. Ended up showing up on, what, Saturday, I think it came in? The day I think I told yeah, you. It was a little bit Saturday. early, but yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it was early because it, was, it wasn't supposed to be until, like, Monday or Wednesday of this week, and it came earlier than that, but it was still too late for us to record. Um 
so I got to replace that, which actually was kind of fun. And Dev helped me through that um, process as well because it's been a long time since I've done just that. And this fan, uh, I mean, you've seen the pictures. Like, so the fan that was on there was a, just a typical standard flat fan that sits right on top of the CPU. This mm-hmm. one I got that Dev <laughs> told me to get is like this big and it sits like on top of the chip versus like the other fan was like this way this one has the metal bars i guess the heat goes up through there and then it comes out the fan like it disperses it it is like four or five inches thick and it barely fit in my case so after i installed it i went to slide the case back on it it fit by like millimeters like just barely fit back on it's that big um but hey it works my computer knock on wood i'm gonna jinx it now hasn't done that weird just shut off thing since then so that had to have been the problem before but because the fan didn't fully die ever i didn't realize that's why it was turning off and then turning back on so um it's been all good since then so that's why we're back to that. so i apologize for that everybody um but lucas i know you haven't played a ton of games lately uh, as you've even mm-hmm. said on flux suppose but uh, have you played anything in the last couple of weeks yeah i was able to get a couple things in and surprise one of them is a lego game <laughs> uh i mean at this point we're gonna end up playing all of them i think you should this, this show should be sponsored by lego games actually cause we both enjoy them but yeah, yeah i do enjoy them uh it, it which is weird because the formula is pretty much the same Especially when you start getting into the superhero games where the powers work like uh, the burninating powers melt gold bricks or or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, whatever it may be, or charge the electricity thing with the electric power person. Um, But the DC supervillains game that I'm playing with my son has the advantage that I don't know a lot about DC and I don't know a lot about supervillains, honestly, in DC. I know a lot of batman supervillains but that's I about mean, it those are really the only ones anyway let's, let's be <laughs> the only good ones. Exactly. Um, bizarro come on what's that about um so that's a that's a slow version of superman that's all bizarro is <laughs> like let's let's be real he has a short bus he has a harness when he sits in his seat that's he's that's a make a wish he's a make a wish uh villain <laughs> and his wish was to be included in the comics oh uh, well it's nice they could do that for him um so I don't know yeah. why I'm eating this still, by the way. I know I'm going to eat it as well. I'm like, because I, I'm a miser and can't waste money. I paid for it. I better eat it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's more of the same, but I, I enjoy the formula, especially with the super uh, supers type games. And uh, they really kind of knocked it out of the park with this one, I feel like, because right away you got a, you got a song from uh, Wolf Mother, I think, yes. like yep. rocking. And I'm just like, oh, okay. What are we playing? NHL? No, it's not a EA Sports game. It's it's Lego. Um, but it all it all works really well. So it's got a bit of attitude. Um, they've kind of learned how to tell a story uh, a bit a bit better each time. And this one definitely has has that feeling towards it. It's got a lot of uh, voice acting star power in it for sure. There's yeah. plenty of people that you'll recognize. Um, now, this is the one you create your own villain, right? Your your own character. Yes, in the very beginning, uh, which I didn't know because I I didn't know anything about the game really, uh, except for it existed. So I didn't know you had to create one, but it was kind of fun. But my son wasn't really interested in it because I was first player, so he kind of felt like it was my character. So he wanted to create his own, and he wanted to do it all himself. And I'm like, son, if we want to play this game right now, we we don't have time for you to try and figure out what all the menus are. So what I ended up doing 
was I actually made a superhero that I used to play on City of Heroes slash oh, okay. uh, whatever the other one was. Uh, so I just, which his name is Gray Shade, and he's basically Batman and Green Arrow put together. Um, so I made him up. Does green and black and, make gray? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, totes. Tot. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so I made him up real quick, which was pretty easy to do. And then away we went. And, you know, he's not as big of a fan of doing the the story missions as there is, as he is uh, going through and just being in the hub worlds. And this one has a fantastic hub world because it's basically Gotham, Smallville, um, Metropolis, Arkham Asylum, and wh- whatever swamp the the Doom, uh, what is it called, the Doom Castle or whatever I can't remember what they call it Doom something, uh, the hideout for the bad guys where whatever. Swamp oh, that it's is the Legion of Doom is the group Legion of them, right? Doom. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the Doom Hall or something. Uh, are you okay? Go lay down. <laughs> my dog, my dog must like the sandwich because he came over here. I keep seeing behind me in my in my uh, camera. I, I saw it once, and I wasn't sure if it was him or what was going on. He's like, yeah. I'll, if you're not going to eat it, I'll eat it. Probably. He's like, news boys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, it's he, he likes that. It's a very large open world. The, the uh, car physics work pretty well in this one, although some of the cars are slippy slidey. Like mm. the motorcycles are yeah. just – like they're drifting constantly you're just trying to turn and it's like no power drift what is this fast and furious (laughs) basically it's initial d the whole time um so yeah it's good it's more it's it's like they're improving upon that formula every time and even though it's familiar territory which helps because you just can pick it up and play if you're familiar with them Mm -hmm. um the story is good and and everything about it is is fun and uh, i i have a question though do you are you familiar with what I'm assuming is a superhero named Power Ring? No. From the Green Lantern universe? Power Ring. I, I that can't be a real thing. I didn't look it up because I wanted to see if you knew what it was first. Um but no, that was a guy are, who came up. They are the rings. Like the rings they have are power ring. But the guy literally is called Power oh, yes. Ring. Power Ring was created by Gardner Fox and Mike Sawowski, first appearing in Justice League of America in 1964. Okay, that explains a lot then, because he's a... Yeah, and the <laughs> term Power Ring is also used to refer to the various rings used by the Lantern. So he might have come before Green Lantern then, maybe? Wow. Well, he didn't have much personality, I can tell you oh, that he's much. the evil. He's the evil counterpart to the superhero Green Lantern. Oh. So I guess that's before like Sinestro was around. It must have been this guy. Yeah, because you go and you go and get Sinestro, and he's because he's locked up, and then you have to fight Power Ring, who who didn't really seem like that great of a guy anyway. So maybe yeah, I guess he's not a superhero, but he's one of the people who are in the way of yeah, he's one of the uh, what you're trying to do. Yeah, he's yeah. in the crime syndicate, the evil counterpart to the Justice. <laughs> Ah, okay. So yeah, that's kind of what the whole story is about. And I, again, I'm not familiar with this, but there's an, a weird justice league that comes from another earth and they are all like bad. They're bad guys posing as good guys to the, to all of the people. And so they get rid of the real justice league and they're like, ah, they went on vacation or whatever. And so really they're looking for something I can't remember, but uh, they're, they're basically 
badder. They're the real bad guys. They're badder than the bad guys. So all the bad guys team up, the ones you're familiar with, to bring down this anti the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nobody messes with our heroes but us. That's really what it is. Like exactly, into, yeah. exactly. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of fun, and we're having fun playing it. Um, so yeah, I There's do. I have it. Yeah, well, I noticed that. I, I do have it on Switch. Um, I bought it when they were doing like one of those crazy sales a while back. I think I got that, the um, Marvel Super Heroes 2, like gold edition with all the DLC, and mm-hmm. a bunch of like, oh, Harry Potter, the remasters for Lego Harry Potter. So I, I have yeah. all those. Barely, I've only played like a little bit of the DC Super Villains because I wanted to play it. Um, but I just really haven't gotten into it. But I did play like the first couple of missions. So I got the gist of what you were saying. I remember that part there. I think it benefits from playing with another player, honestly, sure. because it, it just really is. All of these games are made for co-op mm-hmm. uh, in with co-op in mind, at least. And so I tried playing it by myself to get through some of the story missions, but it just didn't feel right. I was like, ah, I'll just make my son do the story missions with me. <laughs> make my son play with me. He, he's getting better at them. Like what I was, I went upstairs to go uh, get the mail and he had solved one of the color puzzles where you have to match up all of the oh, yeah, yeah. the colors, but it doesn't necessarily tell you that. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, you're like, okay, I know what to do. But as a kid, he figured it out himself. And I'm like, dude, you did a great job. So I think he just gets frustrated with the not ability to not do whatever you want. So, you, you know, what gotta, it is? Like, it's, what? you're doing the homeschooling. So naturally, He's super smart. Just, just give yourself sure. one of these. Just, just give you a little bit of that, little bit of pat, back padding action. See? Oh, I think I burped up some of that rib. Oh. <laughs> um, coming back to haunt me. Yeah, uh, he he's super smart, and it's all my doing. And uh, and now we're gonna be villains. That's that's what's up. Super villains. He made his own super villain. Actually, I forgot to tell you that he's basically all red wields dual swords and his name is soul storm not bad not, not bad at all actually mom came up with the name but i mean it goes because he has electricity powers so he wanted to be like the flash and then he learned it's hard to control the flash and he, and he learned the flash isn't really great in these games <laughs> yeah yeah it's like uh i want to go back to normal speed okay bud no problem <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're having a lot of fun with uh, Lego DC Super Villains. Uh, the other thing that I played is Mortal Kombat Aftermath, which is the uh, add-on or DLC story expansion, I guess, if you will. Uh, okay. And I have completed all of it. Uh, it it I look I look forward to this type of stuff for Mortal Kombat because I really enjoyed both Mortal Kombat X and this one, uh, especially this one, which kind of retcons the whole deal and there's time travel and all sorts of things. Um, so I was looking forward to this and, and to continue the story. And again, it deals with more time travel, but in this case, you end up playing as some other characters that you are familiar with, but didn't have much to do with the original story, okay. uh, such as Shang Tsung, um uh what is the what is the name of the uh air god i can't remember his Raven. name no that's oh, the thunder the god. god yeah yeah kaijin kaiju guy raijin kaiju guy <laughs> <laughs> uh something like that uh you play as one of the wind guys he's basically uh raiden but he's the god of wind instead of um the god of thunder um Kagawa? 
Nope. <laughs> I just did the same thing. I'm, uh, let's see, Mortal Kombat. It's going to bug me. I have to look it up. Fujin. Fujin. See? See, there was a J in there. there. Okay, yep. Okay, I see. Yep, I just saw it. Um, and also Nightwolf, which I'm kind of surprised Nightwolf mm. is allowed to even be a character anymore. But he's not. He's kind of a stereotype, but at the same time, he's sort of a... A traditional like a traditionist i guess is what i'm trying to say in that culture so it's kind of hard to to know where that line is but i guess i guess it's okay don't ask me i I clearly don't know i mean does mortal Kombat care about being politically correct i don't think so that's true that's true that's true uh so you go back in time and i won't spoil it for you but you basically decide after uh the events of the the original game you decide to go back in time because the the crown gets destroyed and the crown is what allows you to control time and so you need that but because of what happened at the end uh you have to go back and get it so i I guess that's kind of a light spoiler but (laughs) you i tried to do my best otherwise i don't know how else i would explain it so you have to go back in time and alter the timeline a little bit you're basically trying to steal the crown out from under the events of the original before um the bad the big baddie in the original gets to power so you're kind of just trying to alter the timeline right away um and it leads to some interesting things because uh, you you remember some of the stuff that happened beforehand but then you kind of get that uh splinter off from that timeline where things have all changed and it introduces some new characters and uh kind of affects the things that you did from the original in an in a completely different way. So what was interesting is at the end, you can choose which person you side with uh, basically good or bad, much okay. like injustice Two mm-hmm. with Batman and Superman. And uh, I did both to see what ends up happening. And honestly, both of them are interesting endings. I just, they're, they're equally as valid. The problem is if, they decided to do one, they'd basically be restarting the whole series. And if they decided to do the other one, they'd have to pick up where they left off. Sure. So if you got, if you got the bad ending, you, they basically have to start from there. If you got the good ending, it would pretty much just retcon everything again for the most part, like all of that history would still stand, but then you're starting from square one again. So right. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Really? Probably yeah, go back remake, in time. Yeah, remake <laughs> combat, the first one. Exactly. Um, but yeah, great presentation. Um, the story, I know it didn't hit with everybody, but I thought it was good. I, I come in biased. I have a, lo- a huge soft spot for Mortal Kombat. So um, I it was exactly what I wanted it to be, and I got it on sale. So I don't feel bad about purchasing it. And uh, all I know is if I play the uh, versus mode, I can play as RoboCop. And who doesn't want that? That is true. true. Unless you want so to there you have it. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to be Rambo. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone wants to be Rambo anymore. That's true. That's a good point. But uh, there you have it. Some some games that I have played. Okay. Um, I have a couple here uh, to talk about. Um, number one, Fortnite, obviously. Again, new season dropped. The Marvel event ended with Galactus basically being blown up by gamma radiation, causing a rift in time throughout Fortnite as well because all of reality is basically just jacked up in that, which is explains how all those characters are canon in that timeline that they, they do. But this season introduces some of the greatest hunters and warriors throughout the Fortnite universe being united against one cause to try and stop uh, the implosion of reality. So naturally we bring in the greatest bounty hunter of all time, Lucas and the Mandalorian. 
Mm-hmm. I saw you. You're this got a lot of people excited, um, including some of our own community who never played Fortnite like, more than just trying it out. Now, all of a sudden, are in on Fortnite because Mando makes it cool. <laughs> and Fortnite is a smart thing, too. So you buy the Battle Pass, you get the Mandalorian right away, which is which is cool. That's what everybody wants anyway. Like, second you saw uh, that, yeah, I was good. surprised. I thought it was me like the level 100 unlockable like once you complete the battle pass i thought you'd get him but they Mm -hmm. give to you right up front but it's his like episode one armor so it's like that weird like rusty like not his good stuff throughout this season you're going to unlock the different pieces to get him to the full nice armor that he has now currently uh so like right off the bat i got the the crest that he has um on his shoulder like that's what that's what you're able to get in in the first week of challenges i think the bascar armor yes yes yep um but they, what Fortnite did to be really smart is so yes, you get the Mandalorian right away, but the level 100 unlockable is Baby Yoda. So you're mm, driven to play this entire season because you know damn well everyone wants Baby Yoda. And he floats behind you. He's a back bling, as they call it in the game. So he actually floats behind you in the pod as you <laughs> run. And he actually reacts to what's going on. So if somebody starts shooting at you, he'll hide and close the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, just, if you're just like um, standing still and nothing's going on, he might play with the ball from the, the shifting stick on, on the ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he takes that. Knob, he's always trying to get the knob. He's like, leave it alone. Or he'll sit there and drink his little bone broth in his bowl. Um, <laughs> like, he does these like, really cute things. It's like, oh, my God. How, what, Baby Yoda? Um, but, yeah, they reunited all these different characters. Uh, Kratos came yesterday if you wanted to buy him. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't. Only, it was really expensive for the Kratos skin. And, like, you only get the Kratos skin and his back bling, which is the head of whatever god that is that he carries around a god of war. Oh, I um, thought it would be a son. Just, boy! boy. <laughs> Follow me. The axe is a separate purchase. So I'm like, Ooh. I really only want him and the axe. I don't care about the other stuff. Like, he had a special emote and the back bling. I'm like, I don't want that. Just give me that stuff. But that would have been, like, 20 bucks. I'm like, mm, I'm good. Um, but because of that... Do you have... So do you have him forever? Or once this, like, warriors and... No, no, you keep the skins. Any skin you unlock, you keep. Okay, so you can be him for no matter oh, what. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just they, they try and theme what new characters and new skins are introduced based on the theming of that season. So, right. like, last one was Marvel, so it was all Marvel characters. I still have them all. They're all still, you know, I, I air quotes, own them. They don't go away, so I can use them whenever I want. So, like, gotcha. you know, at this point, like, playing as long as I have, I have, like, 60 or 70 different skins that I'm unlocked. Like, it's just, there's so many to pick from, so. Good lord. Yeah, but they just keep throwing them at you. Um, but now that Kratos is in there, there's been a heavily rumored, um, and it seems to be getting more and more concrete, that Master Chief will be offered as well, which leads everyone to think that, well, there's a Sony and there's a um, Microsoft one. Well, then Nintendo's got to have one, too, so there's talks about different things like Samus mm-hmm. or maybe Star Fox or Link, you know, being greatest warriors or bounty hunters. I mean, Samus makes the most sense, but not a most people don't consider it to be in the same level as a master chief and a Kratos Samus anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I that's... like Samus. I've never had a problem with her. I just don't think like they don't direct that kind of attention that like link would, I think even though link makes less sense using a gun, but you know, a sure <laughs> uh, link's crossbow training. He had a crossbow. That's true, but there's no crossbows in Fortnite, at least not right now, but they could, they could always introduce them. I mean, they're, they're switching things left and right, but it's funny. So I got to play last yeah. night a little bit with Seth, um, who jumped in uh, because he's a big Mandalorian guy. Uh, Westerns, like, so it fits the whole vibe. So he decided to jump in, and I'm glad he did. Uh, he, he seems to be hooked. We played um, two matches. Yeah, I think we just had time for two matches uh, by the time we linked up. And, Lucas, there were two back-to-back duo wins. 
I saw. Right He's the, the two-time. He's the new two-time. So it was fun. And then uh, I played with Chalfie a match. I only time to do a, a one match with Chalfie. By the time he opted on, that didn't go as well. We were like seventh or something like that. And then uh, Josh said he's playing now too. He said he played a couple matches last night, but didn't do so great. So yeah, it looks like the <laughs> finally, much like everybody else, when I was like, Dr. Disrespect is a lot of fun, guys. And then all of a sudden now people are like, hey, he is, he is good. Like I enjoy him now. Like the same thing's happening with Fortnite. Everyone's like, this is so dumb. Let's, Kevin, you want to play Fortnite? <laughs> like, it's like secretly. <clears throat> yeah. They don't want everybody to know, but you yeah. know. It's okay. It's okay to like Fortnite, guys. It really is. It's fine. The problem is because it's it's overarching. It, mm-hmm. it, it, everybody likes Fortnite, but the old people don't want to like the thing that the young kids are, are into. That's true. Okay. And I have shown the folks that you don't need to build to win. Seth saw that. I, I saw yeah. Other than a yeah. ramp to go up a hill. That's it. Like you build a ramp, which is like two buttons to go up like steep hills because you can't climb. Um, don't have to build. You can do it without building. You know, I might actually try this again because I always was under the impression that you have to build um, because it's in the game. So it's like you just assume there's advantages to doing it. Sure. But there's always ways around it, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I I definitely see that, uh, you know, at least it's balanced so that if you don't feel like building, you don't have to. I think so. Now it is at least. Maybe it wasn't that way before because I don't certainly remember being as well against people who build than I am now. But well, I also good. played the for the first time on Switch with that awful controller that didn't hardly work for me. Yeah. So I wasn't playing any any shooting games very well. No, no. Um, other than that, I do, I am playing um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So nice. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it. It was really really hyped up by everybody who jumped in like day one um, to play it like right away, where I had to wait a little bit. Yeah. Um, I do like it. The, the The Viking vibe is cool. The environment, the world it is, is cool. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to get some flack here because I'm going to come down on it a little bit. Not really come down, but I'm going to give my opinion here. It For a game all about Vikings, it doesn't seem very Viking-y. Okay. Like, your character cares entirely too much about the world and people where it's like you're supposed to just pillage and raid and light fires, which there is some of that, sure. But like you will go and help a farmer who's having a rat problem. Why, why <laughs> would you ever do that as a Viking? Yeah. Like it, it's kind of like when being a pirate and helping people. Like yes. I can't really imagine being a pirate and helping a farmer with rats. Right. Like I, the, I guess like I, that makes sense. It's weird because Vikings, you assume they're. Like, it's like okay, well, there's there's still people too, but if you call it Vikings, you're picturing a certain type of person and that's definitely like the norse the norse people were fine vikings were not known to be nice good people like they just weren't that's just what they were like like the mongols like you never hear a good story about being a mongolian like in in like genghis (laughs) khan's army like that's not a good game like so but i get it i get it the characters are very likable they they do paint a good world it just is in the back of my head and maybe it's just me because assassin's creed tries to bring a little bit of authenticity to what they do Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like they let it go a little bit on this one just for the sake of being cool like, with a new theme, which is fine. Yeah. I really am enjoying the game. So like, it's not like I don't like the game. It just doesn't feel Viking to me. It just feels more like uh, another Assassin's Creed. Like, I guess they could have just put any skin on it. It would have felt to be the same game. Um, they still have a issue with like Assassin's Creed and their maps and how much stuff they give you to do. Like, mm-hmm. there's just way too much going on in the map. Like, I, I play for hours and I get, like, nothing done because I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, you have these main quests to go on, which are easily identifiable. But you do need to level up in order to be able to 
live in those territories as you cross boundaries. Like, so, and they'll tell you, like, hey, your your power level should be this in order to go over here and do oh. this mission. So, like, oh. you have that. But other than that, like, you're just kind of wandering around looking for these weird things, like the farmer to help with the rats or the crazy cat lady whose cats are all locked inside the house and you got to find the key to let them out. Um, there's somebody who, oh, this one was funny, came across a house uh, that had a son and a, and a mother, and the house stunk so bad because of cow poop. <laughs> inside the house there was so much that if you go in the house you actually would lose health loop oh <laughs> and it's because the father is a great hunter and he believes that by dipping his arrow heads in cow poop it's more effective against his enemies because it poisons them it grosses them out and this and that and also the father himself hasn't bathed and they say like years so he reeks oh, too God. so no. your mission is to get all the poop out of the house and throw it away and then you go find the dad you knock him out of a tree into a lake so he ends up having to take a bath <laughs> so again it's funny but it's something very weird that like why would you be doing that as a viking <laughs> like you you gain nothing out of this like you you know what uh when you walk in that house does it play like the soundtrack just changes all of a sudden you hear "Ooh, that smell can't you smell that smell the smell of death surrounds you. I mean, it, it it could have at this point. Like the game, the game is silly. It has its sleep points. Here. It doesn't. It doesn't say super. You? Right. It doesn't say super serious. It's it's fine. It's good. It's just like it seems like I don't really know. You can go a long period of time without doing anything, just collecting stuff, finding more gold, finding more resources. So there's like a lot of downtime in the game, but it's, it is very good. And I will still keep picking at it. I'm just not driven to be like, oh man, I want to hop in and finish the story. It's kind of like okay, I want to pick at it when I can. So. Um, the last thing we talk about, I just finished reviewing uh, earlier last week, uh, is Immortals: Phoenix Rising. So I got to play it early. Um, Ubisoft is awesome, and they sent me the gold edition again, so I have all the DLC and everything. Um, the only issue was, is I had to review it on the Nintendo Switch, and Ew. the game is definitely playable. So I will not, I will not pick away at it at that. But the frames. The graphics, the textures, the draw distance, all those things are, are very, very noticeably declined on the Nintendo Switch versus even like PS4 or Xbox One X version. So I'm like, I'm not even talking about next gen. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like last gen. It looks even dated compared to that, but it is on the Switch. So we have to give it some understanding that it can't do the same types of things. It is an open world game a la Breath of the Wild, which while also was a decent looking game, did have a lot of those same types of issues where things were kind of foggy to hide uh, deficiencies in the graphic performance and things of that nature frame drops when you entered the woods to get the master sword things of that nature um what i will say is the game kind of surprised me because i didn't follow much of the game's development when it showed that first trailer at that e3 i'm like oh this looks really cool this looks like a zelda s game that's really yeah. all i need like when i see a trailer like that I'm, I'm good i know if i want to try something so i didn't follow anything else um this game is super silly like super silly um hmm. it's being narrated by prometheus and zeus and they're talking about the thing, but they're like a cartoon. Oh God. What are the, the, I know you'll know the reference, but I can't think of their names. The, the old guys in the Muppet show who oh, comment yeah. about how bad the show is and all the silly stuff that's going on. Ah, uh, yeah. Let me look at Waldorf it. and something, I think is their names, but, um, they kind of narrate the whole Statler. Waldorf and Statler. Thank you. They kind of narrate your adventure as you play through Phoenix, who starts off as just a normal warrior in the army, um, who's like a uh, brother and the rest of like their military squad just kind of got statuized by Typhus, who is the main villain in this one, who has taken mm. a lot of the Greek, the major Greek gods. And there's only like a few ones kind of hiding around like Hermes and stuff like that. Um, and you kind of become a demigod. So you have some godlike powers, but you actually earn them throughout the game, much like, 
abilities and weapons in a Zelda, for instance. Um, but it's very silly. Like Zeus is a very silly character talking about getting drunk, uh, not understanding the origins of um, is it Persephone. Or, no, who's the goddess of law? It's not Persephone, it's the other one. I forget her name. Um, Aphrodite. Aphrodite, thank you. He misinterpreted how Aphrodite was born, which um, kids don't... Well, I guess you can Google it. It's, it's part of Greek history if you read it. But he takes it as, as the literal sense when they talk about a pearl falling in the ocean and the foam that came from the pearl is what gave birth to her when it wasn't really foam. It's another word for something else because one god cut off another god's penis and threw it in the ocean. Oh, and that's how. Yeah, it's really, really weird. But Zeus is like, "What do you mean? This is how she was born." And it's like really like funny Greek accents they have to. Like, it's very Saturday morning cartoon esque, like the way they narrate it, um, and they go back and forth. So it's it's fun. But overall, the game, I will say, so so take away the performance issues on the Switch. If you can play it on somewhere else, or you don't mind it on Switch because you want to be able to play handheld. It's definitely worth playing. Um, this game is very much, I tried to describe it to Donnie. It's like if you took Breath of the Wild, mixed it up with Darksiders, mm. um, and then just had like that humor and like the brightness of like Hercules, the Disney movie. Like if you I just mishmash all those things. like Hercules or something. It really does. Um, it's really, really well done for this kind of game. So like, you think of somebody trying to do a Breath of the Wild clone or even a Zelda clone. They're normally not very good. Um, this is good. And you can tell it's done by a AAA studio. Um the mechanics are all there. The world is all there. There's a, a, a good story. The voice acting, like I said, those are really good. Typhus, the villain, has... I don't know what it is, but I absolutely love whoever's doing his voice acting. He comes off as very menacing and kind of the filter they put over his voice. It's uh, it's very, very good. Um, but yeah, this game is one that I think a lot of people are going to sleep on um, because it does look more like a kid's game, which I think it's probably more accessible to new gamers than Breath of the Wild might be, but it's certainly not what I call an easy game. Like You'll still have a challenge going through it, and there's different uh, difficulty levels you can set up as if like um, there's one that you don't take any fall damage, which helps you out a lot because you will fall a lot because you can't really fly despite him having wings. You kind of just glide. So yeah. there's instances where you might run out of stamina and you fall because it does have that stamina uh, meter like Zelda does. Yep. yep. But overall, like, yeah, I think it's really it's a really, really good game. It's very, very solid. And I, I'm actually I have it available to me on the Xbox and I do want to try and boot it up there and see how much better it is there because I enjoyed it even though I was playing it on Switch uh, despite those you know little shortcomings they had there. So if you can get it, maybe not a $60 game, but if you can get like 30, 40 bucks, it is totally worth it. It's a very cool game. And I think... I think Ubisoft has something special here they could turn into another franchise and they're stable uh, because it is it is that good. I, um, I was looking up who does the uh, Typhon. Is that who you're talking Typhon. about? Typhon, yeah, sorry. I, could, I think I was calling him Typhus. Uh, his name is Yorgos Perpasopoulos. <laughs> See? See, that's perfect for a Greek game, I guess. But he, his voice is, is, I don't know what it is. Like, it's so good. If you can find like a clip of him talking, it's... As I say, he's definitely not in anything that you would know i don't think probably not but it's it's really well done um but that's it for me for this week i am uh reviewing now and i didn't get to boot it up yet empire of sin is my next one that's the one that um Ooh, yeah what's his face did the creator of doom did but it's like that mafia like sim city type thing uh, uh, romero romero uh, yeah. yeah so yeah i'm looking forward to that i did get that um just haven't had a chance to boot it up because of uh life and and Fortnite, be- honestly I'll be interested uh, to hear your opinions. You should get to it soon because I think they're working on an update. And I I think it would be interesting to see what it's like now okay. and, and after the update because yeah. 
it seems to be a pretty rocky mixed bag from what I've seen. So I've seen far. some people knock it and then some people say they really enjoy it for what it is. I think some people weren't sure what kind of game it was going into it. And I think that probably hurts it a little bit. Yeah. Like, I think, think some like, people had some expectations of it being like uh, gangsters, whatever that game was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that'll be next. So we'll talk about that next week. Amongst right. Probably some other things, but yeah. Um, so that's it from us. We've talked quite a bit and eaten a lot of McRib. So too much time too much McRib. too much McRib. so it's enough of us it's time to hear delta storm delta storm in there it's a great that's a greek name for sure i want to hear the voice acting that speak greek oh perfect yes yeah, definitely here I, I think it's it's definitely exaggerated um just like when you have like a like a hispanic character on a video game like they kind of give the extra oomph because it is very cartoony but um, yeah i do like it. the voice acting is good for what it's trying to do but anyway as i'm saying enough from us it's time to hear from you folks it's time to check out the messages Message for you, sir. Uh, it does not disappoint this week, Lucas. We got some good ones here. Uh, we'll just kick it off. Justin Pickard starts things off because uh, there's been a lot of conversation about movie theaters. AMC is not doing great. WB is bringing all their stuff next year to yeah. HBO Max, which is insane. Um, awesome. But his question was, when you go to the theaters, Lucas, and you have to scooch mm. past people in the movie theater, like you're trying to get to your seat. Right. Uh, course in the past you can't do it now COVID. uh do you face forwards or away from the people you know toward do you look at them when you're crossing by or do you turn away yeah. so either nuts or butts in their face what's your right. approach i mean i always like a good butt in my face so i figure no um i'm always i'm always going but i'm going butt first on this one uh I do too. The thing is, is it feels more natural because, well, for two reasons. One, I don't want to look anybody in the eye while I'm trying to shuffle past awkwardly. Because no matter what, right, exactly. And no matter what you do, you're stepping on something of theirs, whether it's their feet or their personal property or whatever. I don't know what it is with people, but they, some people just don't get out of the way. And then the other thing is like, it's weird because I've done it. I've done that before. I've tried it nuts first (laughs) and I just feel like I'm going to fall forward on them. When I do butts first, I can lean over the seats in front That's of me, true. give them the full show, and also move along. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would do nuts unless you like know them or you, you're trying <laughs> to. That makes it better. Sorry, Grandma. Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. I, I say butts, and if you're doing nuts, then there's something wrong. That's true. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm butts as well. I turn away from same thing. Like it's kind of weird. It's always a weird thing when you cut in front of somebody anyway. So the last thing you want to do is like look at them because then you're kind of just like oh hey, yeah, hey yeah, stranger. It's like that weird one second like you look at each you you lock eyes and you're like oh I gotta acknowledge this person. Yeah, you do, you do the white guy. You do the yeah yeah. So the little nod. Yeah, like you, you nod up or do you nod down? That's the thing. Is do you go up or down? I think I go up. See, I go down usually, which is weird because oh, I well, wear. No, yeah, you're right. Like. Yeah, yeah, I go down. I I go I do this and then I go, like tip my hat a little bit because I wear the hat a lot because I'm there you go. Yeah. and I'm like, why am I? Do- this isn't this isn't do you have the some wild straw. Life. Do you have straw in your mouth? How you do it too? Like, howdy, <laughs> ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> I'm a guy. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Did um, you just assume my gender. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's somebody standing behind you. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I have what you're about to ask me. I have a solution to all of these problems. Okay. So the, the second thing I want to add on my wife actually brought up too, she said this would fit well, uh, is where do you sit in a movie theater? So you go and Lucas, where, where are you directing towards if you have your pick of the seats? Right. Which thank goodness, most of the, I think all of the theaters around here, you just select where you want to sit now, Oh, um, okay. which is great. But 
back in the day, you know, it was middle of the middle, always middle of the row, no matter where I'm going. Mm -hmm. I always want to be middle of the row, but used to be middle of the entire, you know, of the whole shebang. Right click center to you'll be right in the middle of the theater, not just in yeah, the middle exactly. of the row. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Not anymore. I've learned my lesson. Go to the back row of the very front where that little gap is for the aisle way. Yes. Um, sort of in front of the handicapped the seat handicap seats. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You will never, you will hardly ever, unless it's a packed movie, you will hardly ever sit with anybody in front of you. So then you don't have any phones or anything. And usually no one's around you. So you don't have to worry about leaving the seat and having to do butts or nuts. You can just go because nobody ever wants to set that close. And honestly, yeah. the back row, not really that close. No, not no. usually anyway. Yeah. So, I'm with you. That's the exact seats me and my wife would pick when we go, we try and get that front row of the second section. I never yeah. sit in the first section ever. Like, unless I absolutely have, like, there's no more seats left in the theater, which at that point I probably won't even be in the theater because I can't stand the crowds. Um, but yeah, that's exactly where we sit too. Cause then you also have that little advantage of like, you can put your feet on those bars yeah, that, yeah. that are in front of before you reach the handicap space. So you get a little foot rest there as well. Um, it's either that or the other thing I'll do too, depending on the theater, we don't have a sign. Like there's only a couple of theaters that you do the assigned seating. And those are like the, the lux theaters, the luxury theaters that have like the, the mm. bars or like inside. Um, is okay so you walk in the theater and you get to that section you look up and you see everybody up there the rows on the sides that only have like the two seats oh yeah yeah have those. sometimes my wife and i will do I that them, yeah. um like you're kind of off to the side but this way you're not sitting next to anybody you don't know and yeah. it seems to be a little more leg space than in the typical rows like they're not as close together so you know if somebody is in front of you you're not really that close to them either so um yeah that's kind of balcony do. seating <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah exactly i'll exactly. take the balcony so um if you look at the chat people are actually talking about why we look up or down and not it's kind of actually pretty awesome oh oh yeah i need to how do i how do i pop out the chat if you hit the gear on the bottom next to the chat button you can pop oh thank you sonny uh chalfie asked the next question he says i know people go wild for the mcrib season why i don't know and i think after having that it feels (laughs) the same way um but is there a fast food you wish would make a return or was around all year hmm they took away the Taco Bell took away the potatoes, right? The cheesy yes, fiesta they did potatoes. Just, yes. Bring them back. Why would you do that? Those are delicious. That's a good one. I want um, that. The one I have, you might remember. It's also Taco Bell as well. <clears throat> oh. Uh-huh. I love me some Taco yeah. Bell. I don't care. I'm proud to say it. Do you recall the blackjack taco? Nope, sure don't. Okay. So it came in a black shell. Ooh. And I need to find out the rest of it. It has oh, a sort of spicy sauce inside of it. They were like legit good. Um, no, no. Excuse the 89 cents. That's a bargain. Okay. It was a Halloween themed taco. It consisted of a black yeah, taco shell filled with beef, Baja sauce, lettuce, and a three cheese blend. It premiered in 2009 and has not returned since. So Baja. Those, those were good. Um, yeah. I really like those for some reason, the Baja sauce and it just made the difference versus which I guess I can get a regular taco and ask for Baja sauce instead of whatever, but it was something about <laughs> the black like shell and like that. Like they were, they were just really good and they were, they were around longer than just Halloween. Cause I remember them being around for a while. And that's why I thought I'm like, Oh, this might be a new permanent thing. And then it eventually went away. Well, I was going to say they have like those tortilla chips that are mm-hmm. black. Yeah. And so you would just assume yeah, it's just a black corn tortilla. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. That and the sauce, but those those were super good. So that that's what I'd want to bring back. Now Seth asked some very important questions here. Fortnite related, Lucas. Yeah. Um, you might need to look one up if you haven't already. 
Uh, he wants oh. to know number one, Mandalorian or man cake. Oh yes, I did look. I looked up the man cake. I was kind of disappointed because I was expecting something else. But uh, well, depending was, on where you googled, you might have gotten something else. That, that is very true. Uh, make sure you have your filters on for that one. But uh, so then I looked at the man cake and I thought, you know what? That's actually pretty funny. I I like the man cake. It's 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 goofy and ridiculous. And somebody had to think this up. You know, yeah. like Mandalorian is just copy whatever. Uh, they have on the show but this is i mean sticks of butter for ammo like come on that's that's beautiful it is it is i i like man cake as well as much as I like the mandalorian that was like the whole reason i was like oh heck yeah i'm playing this season the second i saw the other characters i was kind of like you know they give you if you get the battle pass and you work your way through typically you get like five or six different characters and sometimes you get different outfits for those characters yeah um there's typically only like one or two that i really like out of the whole season the other ones i'm like oh okay cool and it, the two that I really like this season are Mando and Mancake. Like it's just it's a funny thing. And for those of you who don't know, it's it's a stack of pancakes that has you know is his head, and then he's wearing like a poncho. It's like a Western you know cowboy character that's made of pancakes. It reminds me of something that would have been on the Tick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, just that just that goofiness that I, I enjoy out of Fortnite. That's why I still, it just people you know crap on it. But I find Fortnite just to be fun, and you don't get as serious about it as you see people do with like Call of Duty or like PUBG, where people are like, whoa, because it's so like militaristic and like war. And it's like Fortnite, like, yeah, you're doing the same thing. It's the same concept, but it's just goofy and fun. You could do stupid things like that, like blow somebody in the face and then play, you know, the 2C slide by Drake, you know, to celebrate <laughs> afterwards. Like <laughs> things like that. Like it's just like you can't do it anywhere else. You can't have Iron Man fight a stack of pancakes. Well, now you can. You know, Kratos can't fight. Uh, you know, Captain America, but guess what? He can now, or Kratos versus Thor, you know. Um, it's true. Like that. Uh, so it's just I, the craziness of it. I'm looking at the other characters that were mm -hmm. in here, and there seems to be a, a guy named Menace. Is that right? Is it, do you know what I'm talking about? He's like it's a skeleton in armor. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, that's his like final form or whatever. Okay. He looks like, at least right there, he looks like that. Uh, he looks like something from that. GameCube game, oh man, what oh, was it? Eternal Darkness. Eternal yeah, Darkness. yeah yep. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I thought, I I'm like, is that from this? And then, then He's I got the gold armor and purple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Condor looks pretty cool too, but I mean, yeah. Almost. There's an anime. There's an anime girl that actually looks like, yeah, shaded, like they do the Spider-Man games. Like it's like that. Yeah, that made me giggle a little bit. So there's all these cool. different, different fun things. But yeah. Um, and his second part of the question is because the season's all about bounty hunters and warriors and stuff. Uh, if you yeah. were to pick a bounty hunter from any TV, game, movie, book, whatever you want, whatever franchise to add to this season of Fortnite, who would you pick, Luke? Um, the, you know, I saw this question. I'm kind of glad I did. But the funny thing is, is I came up with the answer. I thought I had my answer and then I came up with a different answer. And I don't even know if it's already been done. I'm guessing not based on this, what, what the, um, what the genre is mm -hmm. this time around. Has the Witcher been nope. in the game? Nope. I'd choose the Witcher. Get the sword for the axe. I don't know what he, I mean, give him a gun. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the characters all have like crossbow. There you go. You got another reason to add a crossbow or he could shoot fire or something. Cause he does the, the spells. That's true. That's true. They've done that too. Like you've had the powers, the abilities and the Marvel stuff. Like Iron Man had like the laser cannons and stuff. Um, I went an entirely different way, Lucas, and this actually fits the, it, it's surprising. You're going to laugh, but it totally fits the vibe of Ford. And you're going to understand exactly why the second I say it after. I wonder if I I wonder if I know what you're going to say. 
Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> That's exactly that was my first thought. That was the like, first thing that came to my head was Dog the Bounty Hunter because what? that would be amazing. Like amazing in Fortnite. That would I mean it'd be perfect, really. I mean he's got the look and everything. Yeah, the question right. is, is what what's he been doing? You know? He's still, I think, as far as I know, he still does stuff. Oh, his wife died though. Beth died. Oh. She had cancer or something. Oh man. That's a bummer. Now we need to look it up. Don't I mean, he's got to be like 80 years old by now, right? Uh, maybe. He's got <sighs> a new fiance now. Well, yeah, he's been he's been a bounty hunter for 40 plus years. Gosh, he's he's been a, a bounty hunter for the longest that anybody's ever done a profession. He's true. He, he's born in 1953. <laughs> Raised by a <laughs> pack of bounty hunters. The preeminent bounty hunter of our generation. Wait, what? Why is he 43? That can't be. No, it's his son. Okay, I was saying, why does his son come up when I look up his his age? Dwayne Chapman. He took on the mantle. He is now the bounty hunter. But how old is that? 2020 minus 1953. Uh, 70-something? 60-something? 67. Wow. 67 years old. Oh, my God. Still going. Still going. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just think he would fit perfectly. And maybe introduce okay. some pepper spray as a, as a weapon into Fortnite that way. <laughs> yeah, that's. I true. mean, they, they have like gas grenades, like just change it to pepper spray, and then um, you chase people it, down. You use his handguns. That's in the game. They use the have, rubber bullets. Like it's all good. He'd have to be from like twenty years ago, though. Not well, it's like be, it's gonna be like if they put Hulk Hogan in something. They don't use the old Hulk Hogan. They make him look young again, kind of. Thing. That's true. Have to do that. He's gonna be ripped, <laughs> even though he's not anymore. Like he's, but he's still gonna have the cutoff vest. Like he's still gonna have that yeah. stuff. Like the hair, the glasses, the hair. Like it's gonna go. Like that. That would be, dude. I'm telling you, that would be fantastic if they didn't I mean, talk about him. What's he got to lose? It's money. Epic. Epic pays. I mean, it hasn't been made public, but how much do they have to pay to use the Marvel characters, Star Wars characters, and now the Mandalorian? Like you know, they paid money for that. Like that's crazy. Right. You're right. They need to save money by getting Dog the Bounty Hunter because that's probably like twenty grand or something. Right. right. <laughs> easy peasy, man. But yeah, I totally play. Well, I'm squeezy. So that'd be my pick. Um, so thank you, everybody. That's it for the questions this week. Uh, thank you for sending them in. We will always reach out to you and let you know when we're ready for yours each and every week in the Discord and on Twitter. So mm. if you're not part of Discord, head over to psvg.blog and get that link, get in that Discord, and spend some time with us. But Lucas, it's been a week. It's actually been two. So it's time for yeah. us to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. And sir, I will let you go first because you have three on here. Uh, Ooh, baby. On how, how much time you want to take, but you got three, so you go first. Well, let's go with the one that I think will take the longest, and that's talking about CD Projekt Red, who's warning against streaming Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay before oh. the release. Now, Let's talk about this a little bit. So as we know, Cyberpunk 2077 has already leaked to a certain degree. Uh, some people have gotten the PS4 version in hand back Thanks in, I think more. back in November, but that was really a week ago. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks Best Buy for that. I believe no, it was Walmart. Walmart had it. Oh, Walmart. Yeah. Well, thanks Walmart. Either way. <laughs> uh, but as the, re- as the release date grows closer, the likelihood of a larger leak and pre-release streams that might actually be worth watching. So th- I, they made a joke earlier that basically whatever the leak was, it was just a bunch of or like two dudes just talking over the gameplay and p- poorly filmed, I guess, and everything. So not really worth watching if you want to uh, experience the majestic 
cyberpunk um, gameplay, but uh, you might actually get one worth watching uh, as the date, the release date grows closer. Uh, faced with that, CD Projekt Red had issued a warning to streamers today. Don't do it. We're, quote, we're getting closer and closer to launch, and chances are some of you will get your hands on a copy of Cyberpunk 2077 before release date. Uh, however difficult this might be for us to achieve, our ambition is for gamers all across the world to have the same spoiler-free experience at the time of the game's release, which, as we know, because we heard the PC version is all set to go, but they held back. This is why we kindly ask you not to stream or let's play or release any similar content before December 9th, 12 p.m. And they joke to say, we'll send Max Tack at you, which are the guys from the in-game. They're like SWAT, cyber SWAT in-game yeah. people. Uh, so, yeah, the implication is that CD Projekt Road will be watching and not hesitate to drop the, ba- the hammer, takedowns, DMCA strikes, they ain't gonna. They ain't gonna. Stuff. They ain't gonna send you a review copy, or whatever. Um, but they do say after that day, we would love it if you streamed everything. Like there's no tomorrow. It's 2020. Who knows if there will be a tomorrow? <laughs> That's that true. So at least they have a little bit of um, fun with it. But what do you think? Like, do they really have any control over this? No, but I mean, I think they do, only because it wasn't supposed to be for sale so somebody sold it and then somebody tried to stream it it's the same thing for anybody who does have a review copy which to my knowledge those aren't out yet i was told that they'd be out soon Mm. for most people um which i mean the game's coming out shortly and heck by the time this releases it'll be out in a couple days after that but um with embargoes and stuff they they give you a lot of of details and they there are things that they can do to you if you break those so while it may not be an embargo because you didn't get a copy from them i think they still might have the same argument saying here's our policy about early release of this game is you can't do these types of things and if you do there's ways to ban your account um, I mean, I've done a lot of reviews at this point. In some companies, they don't care. You can start streaming the game once you get the review copy, even if it's weeks ahead of time. There's mm-hmm. other ones that give you strict deadlines, so you can't stream anything until this date, which is most of the time still before release, just not much before release. Um, and then some will tell you you can stream whatever you want up to a certain point. Like, you can stream anything in the first 30 minutes or something like that. Oh, so yeah. There's different levels. I mean, I've had some review companies tell me, like, don't even be logged in. Like, don't show that you're online. So, like, if I'm on Xbox, I have to actually oh, put yeah. myself in yeah. offline mode, even though I am online. I put myself, like, so people don't know I'm playing it. Right. Uh, with with Sony, I had to disable the trophies and, like, The Last of Us, so nobody would see the trophies pop before when I was playing that early. Um, so, I mean, there's different variations of things there, but I think they definitely could have an argument there that if somebody's streaming a game illegally, because you look at it this way, if it's out before the launch of the game and they didn't give them a review copy, which if they have a review copy, there's going to be an embargo anyway. Um they have an argument there with Twitch or whatever platform you're streaming it on to say they're playing this game illegally. It's yep. much like if you if you openly say you're playing ROMs of games, you could still get in trouble for that on Twitch. They typically don't go after people, but if they know and somebody decides to make an argument for it, they have every right to take you down. I think CD Projekt Red could do the same thing if they wanted to. Whether or not they'll spend those resources doing that, I don't know. Because like they said, they'd like to have everyone have the same spoiler-free experience as they play through this game at the same time. That's not going to happen after like a week of the game being out. Like people are going to know and spoil the ending or whatever the case is. Um, so I'm going to you know avoid reading really anything about Cyberpunk after launch, as far as you know game content. If any news comes out, sure. But um, I, I don't think 
they may fight it, but it's going to be leaked once it all comes out, once the game releases anyway. But I think they have, do have some leg to stand on to stop people playing it ahead of time. It's just whether or not they actually want to burn those resources doing that. Right. I think it's kind of interesting that they said something. I mean, they didn't have to. Obviously, no. this is I mean, this is a super popular, most anticipated game for a long time. And yeah. um, somebody's going to be dumb enough to do it. There's just no way that somebody's not stupid enough to try it. Um but I think it's nice that they gave f- fair warning. And honestly, I if somebody wants to ruin themselves in their Twitch channel by doing this, that's whatever. That's on them. But I almost feel worse for the people who plan on getting this game but can't help but look up <laughs> gameplay about it. Why would you ruin it for yourself? I, I don't understand. So I think to them, I'm more alarmed about than anybody like i get it being a kid you can't afford it or your parents won't buy it for you i get that you want to experience the game you want to see somebody else play it that's fine but for the rest of us who plan on playing it you don't need to be watching that stuff anyways just wait until it comes out and play it yep i gotta try and get that reminds me i gotta try i'll get through empire since i'm ready to play cyberpunk when it comes out because i'm afraid of those exact same things like somebody's gonna talk about this game and be like, be like I don't want to know that yet. Like, you know, Dumbledore dies. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Cyber sure, Dumbledore. Cool. <laughs> uh, speaking of things getting ruined, Lucas. Uh, yeah. My stomach. <laughs> my stomach. <laughs> hey, oh, according to an unlisted video on Atlas's YouTube channel, which has since been pulled because they think it was supposed to be announced at the game awards is what it's being heard from uh, the dynasty warrior style esque sequel to persona five is finally coming to North America and Europe on February 23rd, including a release on steam, which wasn't announced before along with the PS4 and switch. So um, if you're not familiar with the game, it's basically um, persona five scramble uh, strikers, uh, which was released in Japan already back in February, but there was no announcement of any localization after a while. And they even like started pulling down listings of the game which made people like Donnie very uh, unhappy. They were looking forward to playing this game and it got pulled down, but now all of a sudden it looks like it's going to be announced probably at the game awards most likely. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it looks like it's coming and it's coming to PC, which was not announced before. A nice little surprise there too. Um, But yeah, the release date news comes in the form of an unlisted trailer discovered last night in Atlas's YouTube channel. It's been pulled now, but the video is still out there ruining some poor PR person's day and they link the actual (laughs) thing. It's all over YouTube. You can still find it. Um, but yeah, giving it a release date. So this is something I, I like the Warriors games. Um, I didn't pick up Age of Calamity, the Zelda one, only due to kind of the flack it was getting for performance. And yeah. I don't need more games to play right now, so I'll probably just wait and get it down the line at some point in my sure. leisure. Um, but I enjoy them. And, it, and honestly, even if it's subject matter I'm not familiar with, like Persona, I haven't played them. I want to play Persona 5, but then I realized I don't have time to play Persona 5 because that's a really super long game. Um, it's yeah. been cheap enough on Steam that I could have gotten it like for 10 bucks or something like that at this point. But I just I'm like I'm not gonna play it, so why why do it? But these types of games I enjoy. I reviewed a uh, what was it One Piece battle that um, anime about pirates. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a Warriors version of that game too, and I played the heck out of that. And I don't know any of those characters in the story, but I'm like I just love the let's fight hordes of enemies and just mash buttons and see all these different yeah, characters like you can play and their abilities. Yeah. yeah. So game awards leak supposedly already out well you know i'm a little disappointed because one they changed the name from scramble which i think is hilarious for some reason but also i saw persona 5 strikers and i thought oh my gosh it's going to be a soccer game with persona 5 characters like mario (laughs) yes exactly exactly Ugh. 
Well, I guess that's okay because we don't have enough of those warrior esque games no. to play. Not but you know, Persona is a is a is a game series that I just don't even know anymore. Like it just seems so confusing to jump in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I don't want to jump in at Persona Five. I want to play. I remember the first. I remember the first game when it came out on the original PlayStation in 1997. Uh, so I, I would be funny to see. I haven't played one since then, so it'd be funny to see how the series has obviously progressed. But didn't you didn't you play the one on on Switch with the Fire Emblem characters a little bit? It wasn't called Persona, but it was like the same type of game. What the heck is it? the the sharp fe? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but I didn't even know what I was playing. <laughs> okay, yeah, neither did I. Really, but that, number three. <laughs> yeah, neither did I either. But that's that's supposedly what Persona is like. You have your character in the world, and you turn into whatever else, and that's yeah. Like I remember, you used to like talk to monsters and persuade them to, uh, like you had to use different uh, talking styles to get them to like not attack you or or something i remember that from the first game i'm assuming that probably isn't the case now but uh it's it's obviously progressed uh much further but i know it's a really beloved game series Mm -hmm. as well so i would be like you said it's hard because you see how long it is and it's like oh boy do i really should i just continue that this is (laughs) this just doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, it probably, I mean like for all the, the, the stink I raised about like uh, Joker being added to smash brothers, he's a persona character that hasn't been a persona game on switch or Nintendo yet. Um, but you're right. It's like, there's so many things out there, but it's just like, I'm just not going to have time for this. So it's better off just pretending it doesn't exist. Like, I'm, I'm struggling my way through Assassin's Creed. I'm like, do I really need another hundred hour <laughs> yeah. game? I'm like, I really don't. Willful <laughs> ignorance is what it is. Terrible. Well, I mean, cool, cool. I suppose. more pc ports are always good let's just put it down that is true that's true uh hey don't i don't know if you're looking to upgrade your computer or anything but uh if you are familiar with what's been going on in the pc world you might be aware that there's a staggering pc component stock shortage yeah kevin to say the least um so specifically the nvidia rtx 30 series cards everybody's trying to get these things um to the point where now I was even looking at this last or before we started doing the show and like Newegg, which is a popular computer parts site mm-hmm. has been bundling them with other parts to get like, they basically do these combo deals where you buy the video card and memory or. Yeah. And, so Jason, Jason was looking at that with well, his power supply in the, in the graphics card. And it's like, I don't need the power yeah, supply. There was a MOBO uh, motherboard combination that was like a thousand dollars. That's like more than I spent on all of my computer put together. Right? Like, what are you doing? But anyway, what I spend in my car. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's a nice luxury sedan from 1994. <laughs> uh, so Sk- skinny Matt's uh, Woody. Yes. <laughs> His car, to be very clear. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I got sorry. I got to clarify. He has a wood paneled uh, station wagon. He does. He does, and he rocks that that thing so even nvidia is frustrated a bit at the lack of stock there's been lots of um bots basically buying up all of the the uh stock and then puking them out onto ebay and such but apparently there's still some people out there who want to help kevin uh specifically one man named jeff lecompte lecompte i don't know Lecompetent. Uh, he's designed a bot that periodically scours online retailers for 30 series stock. And it lets viewers know 
uh, on the Falcodrin Twitch stream huh. when the cards become available. So if you look at the actual stream, which is what I was doing, it was, it was actually being uh, – there was somebody sitting there talking uh, because at that time, I think it was 7.30, Newegg had gotten some more of those combo stocks. And even that is going out of stock pretty much immediately. Uh, but this – you can watch it. it. It's just a bunch of text, and it tells you the minute and gives you an alarm when – or the second that that stuff comes in stock. Now it does have a price limit, so you know if you're being uh, scammed, basically, at a nineteen hundred dollar limit. Uh, but yeah, it's just a super helpful visual way that you could just leave it on in the background and listen for it if you are really that desperate to get a new video card. I mean, this is where we're at now. Uh, pretty much everybody I know who was looking to get one of these has said you know what, it's just not worth it. I'm just, they've tried, but it, they've given up. And right. gosh, is that where we are now? I mean, <laughs> it's yeah, it's like, you look the same thing with the consoles. Like hey, there's yeah, people buying PS5s and flipping them for like two grand. It's like, come on. Like I, The best thing we can do with people, and I've seen a lot of people actually rally around this, is just don't buy from scalpers. Like, let's let them get screwed. We saw the group that bought like 1,500 PlayStation 5s and now they can't sell them because they're trying to charge yeah. too much. Like, that's what we need to do. We teach people, like, you don't, you're not going to make money off this. But the problem is, is we're so close to Christmas now that people are going to do it because that mom or dad can't, like, no, that's the only thing my kid wanted. So I'm going to spend triple the amount of money. Like, don't, I'm a parent. I have three kids. If they really, really want something, I'll pay maybe a little more. I'm not paying yeah. hundreds of dollars more for something. Like they could just wait till later. Get yeah. a gift card for that amount and say, okay, when they're in stores, they're really available. Yep. You'll be able to buy it. Like do that. Yes. It has a little exactly. bit of disappointment, but don't support these people that do things. It's just like they you charge what? whatever they want or they're, you know, it's crazy. You turn that into a real world lesson too. Let's, yeah. Sorry. Sometimes the real world sucks and you have to wait another month. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. I'm with you. Don't put them in that bubble. So there you go. If you want to watch that for the rest of your life until they become available, have fun. It is cool, though. It's a cool thing. It is cool. Um, So Facebook gaming is a thing, as we all know. Since Mixer went away and Facebook kind of absorbed the technology and took over that role there, um, there's a new Facebook cloud game that actually has Telltale writing with some people who actually worked from Telltale and reality TV. And the users, Lucas, are going to decide the story. Oh, boy. So this is kind of cool. I I think it's kind of cool. It's It's cool. I really do think it's cool. The reason why I say, oh boy, is because the internet is the internet. Yes. And that's that's what I think is too. Like, I think it's a very cool concept and I'd like to see how it's going to be implemented in more things. But um, just weeks into Facebook's debut into the cloud gaming market as its first exclusive title, it's a perfect fit for Facebook users. It's a reality show that lives completely in the cloud. Uh, so it comes mm-hmm. out this Wednesday. Rival Peak is the name of the game. It's a Facebook watch program in which artificial te- intelligence-driven contestants will live, work, and exist for every minute of the day within the fictional region of Rival Peak. It's a mountainous uh, forest region that emulates the Pacific Northwest. With a okay. diverse cast of internationally-based characters, Facebook users will decide what each con- contestant of the show will do in the game, how they behave, and who will basically be voted out each <laughs> week of its 12-week run. Um, it's being developed by Pipework Studios and GenVid Technologies, which includes former staff of the beloved but shuttered Telltale Games, who created some of the strongest narrative adventure games of the century, including The Walking Dead, 
um, you know, the Wolf Among Us and, the, and so on and so forth, the Batman games that we liked. Um, so think about yeah. a mix of a Telltale Adventure game with branching stories for each of its 12 characters with reality shows like Survivor and Big Brother. It also hides a mystery that's going to be revealed at the end of its run, but otherwise the audience determines the fate of the cast. So even the creators don't know how the show is going to end. Each week, as somebody gets voted off, they have to write what's going to happen over the next week as it's going on. So it's not like it's predetermined. Like if if Bob gets voted off, they need to write that, continue writing that story. As if Bob's not there, like they couldn't yeah, like pre-write the, the whole thing because they don't know what's going to happen. Wow, that's kind of fun. I actually like this idea. Um, I'd be interested in watching it. I mean, they show you a little screenshot of what mm-hmm. it must look like, and you kind of look at there. You get some options like A, B, C. So there is some control. You can't just type in like uh, uh, Sally kills Bob. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, it's for, the, the viewers are voting on the stuff that's happening. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like a yeah. poll type thing. You get the three choices, whatever gets the most votes, we'll move forward. But yeah, I mean, it looks kind of cool. It looks like a, a slightly bumped up version of like The Sims, as far as graphically yeah, okay. speaking there too. So yeah, I think I'm going to check it out and see kind of see what it is and, and get a feel for it. So maybe I can report back on that. But I thought it seemed to be kind of cool thing that Facebook was actually doing, try and differentiate itself from everything else that's out there. Well, and it's something in their wheelhouse where it's something that people of all groups yeah. can check in on, which is nice. I mean, it's a game, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a game, but it not, not really because yeah. you're voting. So I don't think there's as much uh, pressure there for people. So yeah, it could be cool. Up next could is a new version cool. of Farmville. <laughs> no, please. Uh, no, where you get to play as the crops. Yes. You just, click in and you every click time to you... grow you gotta click it's like a <laughs> idle thing you're like i'm quicker yeah oh that's horrible that's horrible but probably true all right shall we uh put a cap on this thing yeah so you remember the game rust i do the steam darling that uh started out very differently i think than what it is now because i i've played it at the beginning and then i went back and tried playing it and it was almost i couldn't even tell yeah. It, was, it wasn't was even the same game. No, hardly. no. Yeah. Uh, celebrating seven years. It, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. I, I believe it was three or four, four years in Steam Early yeah, Access. Four years early. Yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, but Rust has raised $80,000 for charity by selling 20,000 virtual mustaches. What do you think about that? What? <laughs> Yeah, quite a sentence. Uh, so first released in 2013. Uh, it was a full release in 2018. Had a visual overhaul and everything. Rust, if you're not familiar, is a very cruel game. It's one of those games sort of like, uh, uh, what is that? Z- Z- Daisy, that type of game where people yeah. can uh, take you hostage or whatever else. Um, it's a cruel game. Yeah. Like many games with this hardcore edge, there's also deeply playful and at times silly side, like the great Dong Dilemma, which of course we've had a few of those since yeah. then. Uh, they've added in hot air balloons. First paid DLC was musical instruments. Um, but recently this made Face Punch, which is the developer, one of the biggest donors towards Movember, a charity dedicated to men's health issues, which... Does anyone know about a man's health issue? I thought we just walked it off, right? Yeah, we just yeah. walked. We're not allowed to talk about our issues. Yeah, go for a lot of walks and and uh, you know 
Maybe they mean men's health issues is like bad mustaches, so they're bringing attention to good mustaches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like that guy who didn't take a shower until you shot him out of a tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the organization's campaign is the widely publicized trend of folk growing mustaches over the month of November to raise cash. And Rust's Movember mustache gives players, uh, as they put it, a natty lip rug. I prefer a top lip caterpillar, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. For uh, just under four euros... I don't know why it's in euros, but you can do the conversion at home, uh, assuming you're not in Europe. Over 20,000 of these mustaches were sold in November, and they have raised $80,000. I mean, it's for charity, so how can you be mad? It's just, it's a strange thing that they sold 20,000 <laughs> mustaches, which are cosmetic. But I mean, I guess when you, when you think about it, I guess, you know, if they actually tracked like skins in Fortnite. Like we sold this many of this axe, which would cost four dollars or something like this. So if, yeah, they probably sell that if not more. So you're right; it's it's an easy thing that people for some reason will spend money on. But a mustache is a silly one to me. But hey, it's for charity. So I mean, I just hope that there were mustaches available if you didn't want to purchase. Like maybe it's a golden mustache. You know what I'm saying? Because there's got to be mustaches, or perhaps it's one of these games where if you just wait long enough without shaving. Uh, like the Witcher Three, where yeah, you just yeah. grow one. Um, but more importantly than raising money for some guy's problem, uh, Rust's seventh anniversary also sees the introduction of a very delicious-looking uh, birthday cake, mm-hmm. which now they go on to to describe, and I will describe for you audio listeners: is a sponge cake with chocolate icing topped with meringue and raspberries chocolate and raspberry combination delicious what do you think i'm, I'm you like the chocolate and raspberry? okay excellent uh here's the problem though players can either scarf it down or throw it uh, i'm throwing it <laughs> what it's a beautiful what if you throw one and mess up somebody's mustache oh well, I, I think it just makes the mustache that much better because it's got cake in it now. So, what if you throw it in directly into someone's mouth? That'd That's a pretty big cake. <laughs> big what mouth. if you What if you ran up to somebody? So you're 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 skulking around on my property, Lucas, and I come to my house and I see you, and I, I as I do, ras- I grab my raspberry cake and I throw it and hit you right in your beret. Wouldn't that make it a raspberry beret? <laughs> yes, sir. And then I'd hop in my little red Corvette. Mm. Uh, go downtown. As I with that, folks, I think we're ready to wrap this show up. We're we're known to do. Um, Lucas, where can people find you and your other shenanigans online? Um, I'm doing a show called Flexed Post. Uh, jokingly, much like this, only more jokey and less game related, but that's okay. Uh, it'll make you feel better about your life. Trust me, I promise. Um, and then of course I'm just haunting the Twitters and the the discords, just kind of randomly floating from one room to the other, standing in the corner, mumbling every once in a while. And that's kind of what I do. Heavy metal underscore riff at me. Say PM me. You still haven't changed that yet. Send me. I know. <laughs> I know. It's a bana- It's going to be banana related, but it has to be perfect. Much like my b- banana related confectionaries. So what if it's just at banana related confectionaries? <laughs> well, then everyone would hate me even more. No, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> but, you know, 
whatever. <laughs> um, head on over to the website, psvg.blog, to find links to all the amazing things the entire network does, including all of our other shows, links to that Discord, as we mentioned, and if you're so inclined, link to our Patreon if you want to help support this ragtag group of bounty hunters throughout the Fortnite universe, if you will. <laughs> Just <laughs> did the head nod thing again. Awesome. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at PSVG Kevin, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, if you want to, even at this point. The Fortnite kids like my TikToks, Lucas. I'm I like TikTok, TikTok famous. TikTok around the clock because the party don't stop. Brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Like the whole bottle? Ah, click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah. She's not talking about drinking it. She's just like, no, right. I'm going to catch this hardcore if you didn't know people. It's true. But. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend. But most importantly, as always, we ask that you never stop eating your McRibs. I can't stop. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.